Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, Dr. Joshua Estrin. Dr. Josh is with us. And if you go to shutupandlistentoyourself.com, you could uh, know all about him. He's terrific. His podcast is terrific. Uh, he's got an audio book out, and you can get that on Audible and uh, in so many different spots. But uh, Dr. Josh, without further ado, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for the blatant self-promotion there. I appreciate it. Well, hey, listen, it's, it's well-deserved. You've got a terrific reputation, and you've built a, a, a nice following. Uh, just by uh, speaking your mind, before you do that, and before we ask you, and we're going to talk about the Whoopi Goldberg uh, uh, fiasco and that whole situation, um, let, let's find out a little more about you, and if you don't mind, let's do a little of your personal history. Uh, start from the beginning. Where were you born? Where were you raised? Uh, so I actually was born just outside of New York City, um, Westchester County, and uh, grew up there for like 18 years, thought I needed to get out, went to Ohio. Wow, I don't think Ohio was really ready for me. Came back to New York, um, did the whole Columbia University thing. Nothing better than a white elitist school smack dab in the middle of Harlem, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, listen, I, it, that's a short version and uh, and uh, but it's still impressive. Anytime you mention Columbia University in there, and, and then white privilege reference, uh, it's it's always a, a good uh, good shortcut there. But look, when you when you really come down to it, what you are talking about, what your whole you know philosophy here is is shut up and listen to yourself. I, I mean that's uh, that kind of says a lot right there. When do you when do you start thinking as a kid? When do you start thinking, hey, uh, you know, people, people have to pay attention to what they're saying. I have to pay attention to what I'm saying. Uh, how early does that hit you? Or is it later in life that this comes to mind? So I think it hit me pretty early. I just needed it to hit me in the head a couple of times. I mean, I grew up a fat, gay Jewish kid. So um, if anyone needed to listen to their inner expert and not all these crazy things people were telling me on the outside, um, it was me. And I think somewhere around my 30s, actually, you know, I got the memo, as they say, and I decided that, you know, there were a lot of people in the world, some of them with good intentions, some of them with not so good intentions, that, that wanted to tell me, you know, what I should believe, what I should think, who I should love, what I should eat, how much I should weigh, where I should go to school. And, and, and some of these people, I'm going to be, you know, real, real here, or family and friends and, and people who I thought I needed to listen to. And then I, I took a deep breath and I was, I thought to myself, you know, I've lived on this planet with myself longer than anyone else. There's, you know, there's nine to 10, maybe 11 months that my mom and I are disputing right now where, you know, she was the boss of me in the womb. But then after that, you know, all of us have to navigate this, this, this big blue marble spinning through space. And um, I think I've learned that I have 80% of the answers, like most people, to 100% of the questions, you know, noodling around in my head. And, and every once in a while, things get a little, you know, extra confusing, and we, we need a little help navigating either from professionals or friends or professional friends, and, and that's when we reach out. But looking inside and, and letting your inner compass lead the way is, is, is really what has taken me and my life to the next level of success. And, and I believe that success doesn't have to be so darn complicated. I should have asked you earlier, but what, what was your major at Columbia? 
So I was in health, mental health. I'm a licensed um, clinical therapist. And then I went on to get a PhD in applied mathematics. And just to make it all more confusing, my undergraduate is in acting, singing, and dancing. Jewish parent nightmare. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But it, it's that's diverse, though. That's a, a tremendous... Um, bit of uh, of self diversity and well yeah that's uh, that, that's actually very impressive and and it is not out of the the Jewish parent playbook for sure all right I mean it's, it's, yeah when you tell your your Jewish dad you want to be an actor and a singer kind of goes over like a lead latka. <laughs> Let me remind folks that are just tuning in a little late or turning on their radios a little late. Dr. Joshua Estrin is our very special guest. And shut up and listen to yourself.com is where everyone should go. Listen to his podcast. He is terrific. And I bet you can tell already why so many people love this guy. Uh, absolutely terrific. One of the reasons we asked him to come on is the, uh, the Whoopi Goldberg situation and Again, uh, you know, let's let's hear some. I'm, I'm not even going to give an opinion on it at this point. Let's let Dr. Josh do that and and try to get him to explain what's the difference between what Whoopi Goldberg said and what some some other people said on on the other side and uh, you know in the past that were racist. Maybe even even what Jimmy the Greek said and is what Whoop, Whoopi Goldberg said I, to me it's 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 way worse than what jimmy the greek said uh you know he was an ignorant guy kind of uh fumbling through an explanation of slave history uh, on a very inappropriate day martin luther king's uh, you know celebration of his day but to me uh maybe and I, and i said i wasn't going to give an opinion right i uh, it maybe what Whoopi said was uh, was far worse than what uh, what was said by Jimmy the Greek back then, and, and he got thrown out on his ear. Um, Dr. Josh, uh, give us a rundown of what happened for, for those who didn't hear about this and, and what your take is on it. And again, this is just my take. I mean, I can't write a book about listening to your inner expert and then you know decide that my opinion is the only opinion. But I have to say, like right off the bat, I, I was, and I actually still am a huge Whoopi fan. You know, loved her in Star Trek, loved her in Ghost, loved her in The Color Purple. Can't really say I, I love her on The View because I'm not a huge fan of that show unless we take it for what it is, which is entertainment. It's not a new show. Yeah. And as of late, Whoopi has, you know, last couple of years um, become very vocal politically. And I have no problem with that. As long as you start a sentence with, I think, I believe, in my opinion. So, you know, taking nothing away from what she said. I call it, you know, the, the whoopsie Goldberg um, phenomenon because I think her mouth got way ahead of her head. She's a very intelligent woman, and she also happens to be a woman of color. So what disturbs me the most is it's as if minorities, other minorities, not just black, but minorities in general, see this minority table as having a limited number of seats. And whether we're gay or black or white or purple or Jewish, seems like we're all fighting with each other for what we perceive as this one seat at the minority table. So we start comparing things like the Holocaust was horrible, but slavery was worse. Six million people were killed in the Holocaust and they were Jewish, but 12.5 million people were brought to this country as slaves. They're both horrific. And we have to stop comparing and contrasting. And that's where I think Whoopi made the misstep. 
the Holocaust was a crime against humanity, but by definition, it was also a genocide. It was a, a planned um, attack on a specific group of people based on their religion. And then to, to kind of do the unapology is what I call it, is to say, hey, I screwed up, and then attaching this big butt to it, whoopee. But it's easier being Jewish because you're all white. Well, that's not true. There's lots of people of color who happen to be Jewish. And at the time of the Holocaust, and, and I'm not making light of it again, if you missed it, I'm Jewish. In Eastern Europe, Jewish people lived in communities together, like many other people. So when the Nazi party decided to go in and systematically annihilate or try to annihilate Jewish people, it was like shooting fish in a barrel. You didn't have to look for them, Whoopi, like you said. Um, and yes, right now it's easier for me with my white privilege to walk out. No one knows on the inside what my minorities are. But at the time, um, to not honor the Holocaust for what it is and what it was, especially, and I'm going to say it, coming out of the past administration where we ripped the, the Band-Aid off of hate and people thought they had a hard task to say anything they wanted, we really need to come together and stop trying to make one atrocity worse than the other. So I'm also going to say that I think Whoopi needs to be held highly accountable for what she did, um, but canceling her and never casting her in a movie again and firing her from the view, I don't think that's the answer either. I think it's super dangerous when people make mistakes or even come right out um, and say stupid things that we then decide that we're going to, you know, ship them off the planet and, and never speak of them again. I'll just say this. That's the most reasonable explanation of this whole thing that I've heard since it all happened. I mean, absolutely, you know, look, it's hard to disagree with anything that you just said there. Um, you know, my, and again, let me remind folks, if you're just joining us late, Dr. Joshua Estrin is our very special guest and shut up and listen to yourself dot com is where everyone should go it's a must go and uh, and check out what he's saying but it absolutely terrific um, explanation on all of this let me and i'm not you know i'm just not big into canceling people for you know for lots of reasons and and you're right i've always liked whoopi goldberg she's an intelligent woman but I, she should be intelligent enough and and she's been you know giving her opinions on this uh, on the show she should be intelligent enough to say hey when the words holocaust come you know come out be very very careful what you're saying and she what what bothers me about Whoopi more than anything this wasn't a freudian slip this wasn't like oops you know i said something she she believes this i mean she truly believes this and it sounds like she's angry that she got suspended and I think getting suspended is the least that should happen to her. And I, I don't think she should be annihilated. I don't think she should be uh, thrown off the planet or anything. But let me ask you this, Dr. Uh, Doctor Josh. Do you, do you uh, know, uh, I mean, I'm sure you know about it. I don't know if you're old enough to remember the Jimmy the Greek situation. What happened with him? Yeah, so, so I have kids and grandkids. So, yes, I'm okay, old enough. Okay, you do. Okay, all right. So you, you're my age or older. And yes, so, you know, the other important thing is to, as you said, you know, we have to consider the source. It's never, it's never uh, appropriate to, you know, spew hate. Um, but, you know, 
the difficult thing is that we still have trouble sitting down and having conversations when, um, a, in this case, a woman of color makes a statement about the Jews and the Holocaust. It gets it gets all messy. And so, you know, I say in my book, I don't do messy. And that's why I try to unpack and take the pieces in parts um, and, and put them in, into consumable bites. So I can't climb inside of Whoopi's head. She's not a personal friend of mine. I, I, I would love to get on the phone with her and ask the question that you just posed. One, what were you thinking? Why didn't you take a deep breath between the thought in your head and what came out in your mouth? And then why did you have to almost double and triple down on it? Now, we also have to remember, and this is the real, real again, Whoopi is one of the, the executive producers of, um, of The View. So the fact that she got suspended is big because everyone has a boss, right? But Whoopi's one of the bosses. And the bosses higher up decided that um, this was such an important topic that, as you say, um, Whoopi didn't handle it well. And look, I don't believe that anyone should hate anyone else, but you are entitled in some in some way to to have your own beliefs and your views. I don't believe, and, and this has gotten me some fiery darts. I don't believe that that Whoopi is anti-Semitic. I believe that Whoopi right now is focused on the female and the African American agenda, and in the process, she's lost sight of the fact that you don't. Um, sidestep or or undermine the atrocities that have happened to other people. You can't lift yourself up by pushing other people down or or kicking them to the curb. And that's what I think she did. And so I don't think she should be canceled. I don't think she should be labeled anti-Semitic. Um, I don't see anything in her past where she has you know stepped out in the name of Judaism. But also I haven't seen anything where she's you know come forward and said anything like this and so i try to look at the entire picture and it's tough it really is because it's very frustrating when people have a platform of millions if not billions of people who are listening and they don't use it um you know for a force of good and kindness i, I say in my book too i am not always nice but i'm always kind and the Whoopi goldbergs of the world the celebrities the politicians need to be driven by kindness and love and and just intelligence before you open your damn mouth figure out what it's going to do and and the the ripple effect that it's going to cause good or bad yeah here's i'm gonna i'm gonna jump into the the jimmy the greek thing and i wasn't you know i i wasn't a protector or a fan of of jimmy the greek right but for and and maybe i'm just misremembering the whole thing for those who don't know, uh, Jimmy the Greek was this this gambler and he, an odds maker from from Vegas, and CBS uh, early on put him and uh, and Phyllis George, who was a you know she was a, a former Miss America. I knew Phyllis, you know, uh, you know later in life, uh, and she passed away. Actually, both Jimmy the Greek and and Phyllis George passed away. But they kind of they wanted to di diversify. Their look, and I don't mean white, black, uh, you know, uh, that type of thing. Even though it was it, it, the CBS uh, sports uh, football coverage was kind of diverse, and you know, I think I forget who they had there. Irv Cross um, from the African American community he was very good, and uh, Brent Musburger. I assume uh, Brent Musburger is Jewish, so they had that kind of a, a, a nice mix of of ethnicities and i you know i never even thought of it back then but they 
they added to it Phyllis George, who was this beautiful woman, and, and she went into broadcasting. And they added uh, Jimmy the Greek, who I, I guess for the gamblers out there, they wanted to do it. So years later, after they've done this and after he had been you know, part of this for, for so long, Martin Luther King's birthday becomes a holiday and long overdue, and it was uh, certainly a- absolutely should have been done, and shame on Arizona for taking a while to recognize it. But Jimmy the Greek uh, was asked a question by a reporter, and he started, it, and I think the question was something around, uh, around the fact of why are, why are uh, African Americans, and I don't know that they used African American back then. They might have said the black athlete um, seemed to be more advanced than the uh, than the white athlete. And what he started going into was a it was like a history lesson, and it sounded horrendous what he was saying. He was saying that the slave owners had a, a you know big black uh, you know guy, and they would meet uh, mi- uh, uh, mate him with a big black woman and and it just came out and it was like wow when you heard the 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 clips it was like this is this is unbelievable this guy is out of his mind and it sounded like he was the he was the biggest idiot in the world which by the way he probably was a, a very dumb guy which of course Whoopi is is not a dumb woman uh, so it sounded terrible but what he was trying to do is he was giving a, a history lesson. It was an inappropriate time to talk about it. He, he wasn't doing what Dr. Josh Estrin, who's our very special guest, uh, tells everybody to do, shut up and listen to yourself. And if you go to shutupandlistentoyourself.com, you can hear more from Dr. Joshua Estrin. But Jimmy the Greek did not do exactly what you preach every day of your life, Dr. Uh, Dr. Estrin. Uh, he, he just didn't. And he, and he said this, and he was thrown off the air. He was thrown out of the world. He was canceled, you know, way back before the cancel culture uh, even got started. And he was crying when he went on because he had no idea what he did wrong. You know, he knew he obviously, you know, he did something terribly wrong. But in his mind, he was giving a history lesson. It was it was inappropriate timing by far. It was insensitive. It was everything else. Uh, That's different. Right. Than than what happened. Whoopi. And if I have my facts right on the Jimmy the Greek, uh, how much different is that than uh, than the Whoopi Goldberg situation? Well, you know, for me, um, I, I don't think Whoopi was trying to rewrite history, which which happened in, in the in the in the incident that you just talked about. Um, again, I think that um, we get caught up in this this need to compare and, and, and contrast. And, and I, was, I would also argue that, you know, we all can't be experts on everything. Um, in fact, you know, I. I don't really uh, hold a lot of uh, respect for people that hold themselves on, you know, experts on the universe and tell other people what to do. So um, I think that we also have to remember that we can have our opinions, but um, when, when, when we share at a level about, you know, um, the genetics of the, of the, of the, um, of the slave population and, 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 we need to make sure that our facts are right. I mean, we, we just came through a period of history where we kind of got lost. Um, or the facts kind of got lost, and I think we're finding our way back. And so, um, you know, if you don't know the whole story, keep your mouth shut. And if you're going to open your mouth, start with, in my opinion, or this is what I think, because we're all entitled to our opinions. It's just, you know, when people put things out there and have platforms to put them out um, in a way that sounds like the truth, what we have to realize is there are going to be certain people that simply believe Whoopi Goldberg because she's Whoopi Goldberg. 
And so, Whoopi, you need to get your facts straight. You need to take a deep breath and not be upset or angry at, at whatever you're upset and angry about before you amplify what's your opinion across the airways. Um, because, you know, for, for those people that love Whoopi Goldberg, if it comes out of her mouth, it's the truth. And, and the truth is that that's not the truth. And so um, this was something that I hope is, is what I call an LM, a learning moment for her. Um, I believe that her apology was sincere. Um, you know, I, I, I don't cut people a lot of slack. But um, again, Whoopi is a strong, powerful, intelligent woman. And I think that if nothing else, she realized that if this inf- is in fact her opinion, she basically needs to keep it off the view and talk about it amongst friends because the disservice that it does to the world and what we're trying to do, which is repair the damage that has been done by things like slavery and the Holocaust, um, she's not helping the matter. And so um, I think that we need to hold her accountable. We need to move forward. Hopefully we need to learn from this and hold our celebrities and politicians accountable for what they say and really start to move to a place where um, – you know, people speak the facts and people speak their opinions and then they leave it up to us to decide, um, you know, how it fits into who we are and how we fit into the world around us. I'm going to say it again. I said it earlier in the show and I'll, I'll underline it. Uh, that is one of the most uh, perfect explanations on a very complicated subject that I've uh, that I've heard yet, not only on this, but in, in so many uh, different areas. And it's coming from from the voice of Dr. Joshua Estrin and please go to shut up and listen to yourself.com and and buy the audiobook uh, he's absolutely terrific listen to his podcast and hopefully I can get you back for a part 2 part 3 part 4 on on all tort types of things Dr. Josh and I want to thank you very much for being here congratulations on all your success and and thank you very much for being here it's been a pleasure. You are officially part of my dysfunctional family, so you can um, come break bread with us anytime. Dr. Joshua Estrin, everyone, has been our very special guest. By the way, before you go, Dr. Josh, is there another website or a social media site you'd like us uh, to look at? or is that? Um, so if you're, if you're on Instagram, I'm Joshua Estrin. I post videos about what's inside my head, which is a very scary place. <laughs> um, so come join me on Instagram. Drop me a comment. And... Um, the goal is not to agree with me. It's a safe space. Say what you need to say. Just say it with respect. And um, I really appreciate the opportunity to to share my thoughts. You have a terrific show here. And um, we all just need to stay safe and healthy because it's not over till it's over. Dr. Joshua Estrin, everyone, has been our very special guest. Go to shutupandlistentoyourself.com and buy the audio book, please. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on Breaking It Down. <laughs>